because there's so many acts of kindness that we all do every day whether it be strangers friends family that maybe we never even hear what comes out of it we don't know but we hope that it just continues forward and they'll hold that door open or this or that you know so and I say hold that door open because that's part of my story I was uh take me back to a freshman in college Michigan State 30 years ago Ooh. I'm running late <laughs> for my first job interview like dressed up first sit down interview and it, I really wanted this job through college because it was uh, for nighttime parking security for events. So essentially, you just went out there eight hours of the night and made sure no one parked there because they needed it for the football game mm-hmm. or the concert. Um, but I really wanted it because you got you got into all events, no charge. So many concerts to see. It was great. So I'm running late, <laughs> literally jogging, <laughs> and I, I see the building, and I'm running to, to the glass door, and then to the right of me, I see an older lady walking fast, and I realize she's going to beat me to the door, so I pick up the pace. <laughs> I beat her to the door just in time. She was fast. Open the door for her. She says thank you young man I'm running late you know she's like care Aww. armfuls you know she would have had a hard time even opening the door that's just how I am I said I'm running late too and we've laughed and she went on her way and I got lost a little bit and <laughs> I was running even more late I opened the door to talk to the lady and it's her oh. <laughs> and oh she hired gosh. me and I worked there for four and a half years oh. During my five-and-a-half-year term, and she was awesome. Um, I only saw her one other time, and she said, hey, how's the job going? I said, I love it, and she said, yeah, thanks again for holding that door. Thank you, and welcome to A Fresh Air Inspired Life. I'm your host, Amanda Wise, and today we have one of those guests who have a special virtue that must be showcased. His consistent, helpful, and friendly attitude towards others is darn near at maximum capacity. He embodies the principle of altruism. He was also born and raised in the Keweenaw Peninsula. Without further fanfare, please welcome Mr. Forrest Phil. Hey, Forrest. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. We're going to talk about you for a little bit here. When did you move to Copper Harbor? Six years ago, six. April 1st. So Ooh. just over six years ago. Nice, nice. And do you love it here? 
Oh, I've loved up here since I was a young kid. Oh, awesome. And what do you love the most about living here? Wow, there's so many things. Just one, really? The yeah, most? Just like the most, eh? One or two things that you just love about it. Oh, well, I guess that's easy if you got to pick the most, uh, the people. Aw, yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's a great answer. And uh, you are the father of a teenage boy. Yes. He is, he is handsome and very talented. He is. I remember you telling me a story once how becoming a dad really changed your outlook on life, giving you a greater purpose. Would you mind elaborating on that? Oh, for sure. It's something I'll never forget. Um, you know, I was never, what would you say, a hard partier, you know, but I, I uh, was drinking a lot. And, um, but, you know, it went from uh, before my son, Ethan, it would be I'd make sure I had money on the weekends to go out to the bar, mm -hmm. go hit the beach and party it up with my friends. Uh, when he came along, it was more like, got to have money for diapers and food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I loved it. Aww. You know, it kept me out of trouble, gave me a reason to live. Wow, and that's really important. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for sharing that. And I'm curious, with that said, were you always a super friendly and helpful person or do you think you became that way more after your son came into your life? Oh, this stems way before. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, from my here, even as a baby, I was pretty easy to deal with. <laughs> you know, I spent a lot of time in high school and college and to this day, breaking up fights and trying to be nice to everyone, spread it out. Uh, big Robin Williams fan, so... Oh, nice. No, that's how he, he spent his life. Yeah. And But I think it was just built into my genes as his, as his, wor his uh, attitude in life was. That's really nice. So you just feel like you were born that way. I do. Wow, great. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, even when I w was in my 20s and drinking a lot, and I was a real nice blacked out drunk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, like, you know, some people get snaky and yeah. get mean, but I was, like, real nice. Oh. According to my dictionary app, altruism involves the practice of unselfishness and a devotion to the welfare of others. A devotion to the welfare of others. I really like that. So do I. I'm glad you looked that up because yeah. I know what it means, but could I have told you the definition? In other words, yeah, yeah, but I really like that, too. That's nice. Yeah, how does that resonate with you? That right there is like, isn't that why we're alive? You know, one of the many reasons, but a huge reason. I mean, it completely resonates throughout my whole body. Aww. And aura or whatever we may have. But it's, uh, it's super important. Kindness and that, you know, it's it does go a long way does even when someone's uh being mean when you show them kindness they usually chill um within the last few years you started working for grant township well we both did so i got to know you on a whole new level um and you took on a role in one of the most unpleasant jobs the township has to offer 
but you transformed it into an enjoyable experience. Let me quickly explain to the listener that Copper Harbor does not have garbage pickup. Instead, we have a big compacting dumpsters, each for trash and recycling. Since the garbage can only enter the dumpster in an official orange bag, and the recycling materials have to be acceptable items, there is an attendant on duty when people can drop off. This attendant unlocks the bins for two-hour shifts, either two or three times a week, depending on the time of year. And Forrest has been the attendant for the last, what, three years? Uh, two years, two? April 1st. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Forrest, you transform this experience for the people of Copper Harbor. You actively participate in helping them dispose of their waste. And I don't think I've even put my own trash bag in the <laughs> compactor all winter. I try not to let anyone, but mm. un- unless they're like, you know, from a restaurant on the clock, oh. I'll go talk to them and, you know, maybe throw a couple in. But sure. they're getting paid too, and they're younger than I am. <laughs> but you do this all with a big smile and a warm greeting every time. The waste management site. You have to. What is inside you that moved you to create such a pleasant atmosphere there? You know, well, when I was first there, you know, I was actually told, like, hey, you know, you're, we're there to help help the old people. Um, you can sit in the truck a little bit and catch up on some emails, make a call to the kid, show them the, you know, hey, I'm at recycling, check <laughs> it out, you know. <laughs> This is what I'm doing now. <laughs> and uh, it's just, I don't know, I just, I couldn't, like, I can't, I could never do a cubicle job, an office job. I, and, you know, I spent well, almost four years at the gas station, and even that was starting to become a cubicle to me. Mm-hmm. And all people would come inside like, oh, it's so nice outside why are you wearing a hoodie <laughs> and I'm like uh, you know when you walked in and you you had uh you said well it's nice and cold in here with the air conditioning uh, well, that's why I got a hoodie <laughs> you know but I had to, I always said it nice you know like yeah. <laughs> um but you know it's like you know I mean how fun is it to have to oh god I gotta take my garbage you know oh mm. oh it's stinking <laughs> Oh man, I can't smush any more in there. I was leaking down. You know, how fun is this gonna be? And you know, most people leave very happy, mm-hmm. even if it's a rainy day. You know, I've had people complain, and throughout life, I tell them, "Hey, at least we woke up on the right side of the dirt." Mm. And they're like, "You know what, Forrest? You're right. You're right. We're alive. Mm-hmm. So, regardless of weather or whatever, but." That's it. You know, that's just how I am in life anywhere. Why would I change it being at the garbage place? I mean, recycling mm-hmm. and garbage. Yeah, it's both. Yeah. Um, well, I commend you for that, and so do most people in town. I've heard many people say, I'm going to see Forest today, meaning they're going to drop off their recycling, but they make you the focal point. How does that make you feel? That's pretty pretty cool. You know, I mean, we, we hired a new guy and we chained him in and his first day, it was like 
18 people. I said, where's Forrest? You're not Forrest. <laughs> and he had to explain, I'm just a new guy. I'm mm-hmm. helping out. We're going to, you know, I'm going to be doing this once in a while because he's helped out, you know, and he will be. And uh, there actually may be a day where I won't be assigned that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, May 3rd, we, uh, my boss and I took the uh, state exam to become the water operators licensed from nice. the state of Michigan. And in November we'll uh take the sewer part um but you know what there's only a few of us so i'll still be there actually <laughs> I, was, I tried to think oh i'll never be there again but no <laughs> it would draw me back oh but so so will the job because there's at most three of us yeah and it's a it's a social part of the job where you get to see everyone they just come to you that's fun I just, I wanted to tell people about that so they can see what's possible when we expand our perceptions. I really appreciate what you've done there. Thank you. Yes. Besides that, you seem to be a hard worker wherever I see you. That's another virtue. And I know you are in a band because, well, <laughs> we used to be bandmates. Right. You're the one that talked me into it. Yeah. yeah and I, I hear you. you. Yeah. I hear you drumming next door. Nice. How do you feel about being in Michigan's northernmost rock band, dude? Oh, I'm I'm getting excited right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, for me, it was, uh, I always enjoyed drumming. You know, like, I never drummed, really, but I enjoyed beats, like, listening to them, and I'm like, wow, you know, like, seeing Neil Peart, you're like, oh, yeah. uh, just in amazement. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy cow, you know, and even simple beats. Um. And it wasn't until uh, about a, a year and a half before you guys asked me to join the band um, that I started drumming. And not not hard, like not dedicated, just bought my my dad's old jumps kit for 200 bucks mm, nice. and started playing around. And my dad said, hey, I want to play at Performance in the Park. I want you and Ethan to join me. We could be the Phil family band. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what am I going to play? <laughs> you know, e- Ethan was on the keyboards. He's a am- he's amazing. He he's, is he's amazing. He's at like twelve. He's at like twelve instruments now. Yeah, it's unreal. That kid. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, Ethan's on the keyboard. I'm all singing guitar, and you're a drummer now. And I said, I'm a drummer now. What? <laughs> I said, so I was like, you know what? Okay, what songs do we want to do? So he sends me all these songs, and there's no drums in them, <laughs> in half of the songs. <laughs> <clears throat> Old songs. I'm like, I call him back, and I say, hey, Dad, there's no drums in this song. Does that mean I just sit it out? He goes, no, that means you just make something up. So come performance in the park time, I'm still really not sure what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so for the songs without drums, I I played a five gallon bucket upside down, I remember and that. threw a little beat down. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, next thing I know, you guys were saying, "Hey, you're a drummer. Want to join my band?" <laughs> <laughs> How could I say no? Oh man, what an evolution of that, huh? Right. Oh man, cool. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about your artwork. Tell Ooh. us, yeah, tell us about your medium, would you? That's what you use, right, to make it? Yeah, uh-huh. I know. Um, 
right? I had to make sure. Right? Yeah, that's great. Because you know, I I I don't I don't do a medium fart. It's always large farts. Oh, you know, okay. F F A R T S for forest fill arts mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. So it's fart. Right. You know, I got stickers to prove it. That's right. I got one of those stickers nice. too. Nice. Um, and if any time your artwork needs fixing, it's got a my lifetime warranty. Ooh. Yep. Excellent. Dog chews it up, whatever. <laughs> falls off the wall, a rock falls off, I'll I'll get her back on. Um Yeah, I'm excited about it. I've you know, I haven't had as much time as I mm. would like to, but working on a few commission pieces. Nice. Can you tell yeah. us what your artwork, what you do? Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, the medium. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got me all excited. Back you know? to the medium. <laughs> right. I, I get excited again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I, I, I can paint a house, but I couldn't paint a picture of a mm. house. Okay. Um, I tried drawing with a pencil, you know, mm-hmm. and my stick figures are either too fat or too skinny. <laughs> So I, I had to give that up. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Uh, I, you know, my normal art, you know, or normal mediums, I I can't even say they look like a child's because they're, they're horrible. <laughs> um, so I w- one day I was walking, and, you know, I'm a co- avid copper hunter, mm. and I found a piece of copper, and it was in the shape of a tree canopy. Mm-hmm. And I said, whoa, that's a top, that's a tree. All I got to do is, and I seen a piece of wood and I picked it up and I was like, well, there's the trunk. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow. So I went and bought some frames from St. Vincent de Paul and started gluing this idea together using copper, driftwood, birch bark, rocks, agates, Almost anything I could find for free on the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would put these together. And the first one I ever did was a very small, very simple one copper tree. Mm. A trunk, a piece of native copper as the canopy. And like driftwood in the background or mm-hmm. something. And at the time my son was, so it was 10 years ago, he was 14, four. Mm-hmm. And I finished this thing, my first fart. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, it didn't become fart till like five years later. Exactly. You know, it was more of a constipation <laughs> 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 that finally, you know, finally unleashed. It was amazing. Oh, um, and I said, I looked at the little man. I said, what's this? And he said, Tree. he goes, chewy. And I knew I had something. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I, I, I've never seen anyone's, there's artwork like mine, because mm-hmm. there's lots of awesome artists out there that use nature mm-hmm. as their medium, like myself. But I have never seen a piece of Kiwana native copper as a tree canopy in a landscape artwork. Because they've come a long way from one tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They sure have. Thank you. Yeah, you make great scenes. I I love looking at your farts, and I got one on my own wall. I'm just glad they don't smell. Yeah. Or if you do get a smell, it's good. It's like beach. Yeah. (laughs) Or that, like, real minerally kind of copper smell. Yeah, you know, it's nature. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, thanks for sharing it that with us. Um, well, thank you for asking. Yeah. What if what if somebody wants to get one of those? Where can they get a fart? Oh, well, you know, I've tried selling them here, there, and mm -hmm. everywhere, and there's one problem. They all sell fast. Oh. I don't oh. I don't have the time oh, to okay. uh, really stock, and someone's like, you should go online. I'm like, <laughs> do I got time for that? You know? Oh, yeah. Now, if I could only fart for a living, it would be a new story, a sure. whole different story. Sure. And someday, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so I guess our, our listener has to be lucky enough to stumble across one somewhere. Well, you, you know, you, you can talk to me. I know I'm not going to be saying, oh, no, no farts allowed. Oh, sure. No, you can talk to me and get in line for oh, sure. nice. Yeah. There you go. And, and eventually I will be selling out of Fart Studios. Oh, right on. Yeah. It's your farts here. Uh-huh. Well, what else do you like to do here for fun, Forrest? Man... That is a great question too. Thanks. That is. You got you're just loaded with I, good questions. I try. Tonight. You know. You know, oh man. Once again there's so many mm -hmm. so many things to do up here. But I I guess if I had to choose another one, I guess it would be relaxing at the end of the day mm -hmm. around a campfire with some good friends. Beer, water, wine, nothing. Well, at least water for hydration. <laughs> but, you know, just come one, come all, hang. Just hanging with the people again nice. around a campfire. Okay. Some music going, you know, someone shows up with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. And it's like, that gets me excited. And I'll be grabbing a cooler as a drum set. And uh -huh. <laughs> had some good jams. I have even had some jams at your campfire oh, outside totally. right out here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keeping all the neighbors up. Sorry, neighbors. Yeah, it might happen again. Oh, boy. <laughs> I hope. I'll be there. Oh, boy. The town really loves us and many of us that would be there, so they don't even complain. Oh, well, that's that's good. We, we don't do it too often. Right. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to tell the world? The world? Yeah, whoever, oh, whoever man, listens. I, how much more time we got? I'd, I'd lots to tell the those guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hope they listen. I, I hope your listeners understand my. I'm really, really trying to talk normal, and I really have a hard accent. Mm. You, you know, you know, like, you know. Like, you're you a hear, you guy. Want, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll still show up, even though I'm trying to talk normal. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very obvious. Okay. <laughs> Because I got friends, they're like, oh, yeah, and you're like, holy, and your friend looks at you and like, what did your, what did he say? And you're like, oh, yeah, you don't speak Uper. Or, or I spe oh, uh, Keweenaw Ke is even, it, you can't say Uper, really. Mm. You go to Marquette, no one really talks mm, like, like that. that it's, much, the, no. it's the Keweenaw mm. that is it's so special. They're like, we're going to make you guys talk awesome. Like, like you're. <laughs> Are you Canadian? Are you Australian? What are you? It's like a cool, you know, say hockey. I have that all the time. Hey, just, can you say hockey? And you're like, hockey or sauna, you know. It's awesome. We're, we're, we're very proud. And the longer you live here, you'll start sounding like us. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I pick up some phrases sometimes. Right. But right. 
not it's not as ingrained as it is if you're born and raised here and that's you know like how you learn to talk it's like your right. first or second language is you is kiwana youper right you learn you learn the words the, mm-hmm. the slang and anywhere you're from anywhere around the world which leads us back to what i have to say to the world and i i hope you're all listening because you should be because amanda's awesome i mean she she's dedicated to this she's she's rocking it she's she's a a woman of many faces in this town and all around um so i would like to tell them man like let's all start speaking one language and it has to be the language of love no more fighting let's let's cure this you know let's let, there, you know people talk about oh not enough food to feed the poor but spend billions on these warheads that are just going to kill us you know the people mm-hmm. the normal people it's not it's not the people like us and them that it's not the citizens that go to war it's the governments but who fights it for them it's the citizens and i I just have the feeling like if everyone was like, we're not doing it, what could they do other than maybe figure this out? But Mm -hmm. it's something that needs to be figured out because, you know, we've seen in the past and present what's going on out there and it's it's bad. And that's got to change, you know, and it's, I thought about that, you know, for our kids and their kids and for us because it's, it's a crazy world. So, crazy world. You can stay crazy, but don't go insane. Oh, you know, let's, let's give peace of that chance. Yeah, let's give yeah. peace a chance. Because we love it. Yeah. We love this world. And we, we love do. you, people of the world. Yeah, let's keep yeah. it a nice place to live. I agree with you completely. That's part of my mission. And they can't see it, but we're smiling right now. We are. We're, like, trying to spread that love. Yeah, we're emanating it right now. This has been fun. Thank you so much for talking today. And if you, the listener, have any questions for Forrest or want to get a fart or any past guests, feel free to reach out to copperharborvitality.com. Till next time, try a little extra kindness and be good to yourself. Mm-hmm.